0: I've been juicing and I'm like oh I want to add some oranges and because we're talking about birth that's that sacral energy mm-hmm. that orange by watery energy oh um, so like I just wanted to add that to the teen I'm really happy that you like it <laughs> because I was at first I was like I wonder if she's gonna be like do you have some honey <laughs> oh no I don't not at all <laughs>
1: I just, I love even just hearing you talk. I was just thinking about how, like, God gives us everything that we need. Like, we have enough. And yes. it's crazy how we have, like, these artificial sweeteners or, mm. you know, like, these processed foods and things like that. Because even you, hearing you say, you know, you get to know the different profiles of the mm-hmm. juices and what goes pairs best with this. And then how can you naturally sweeten it? Um, I love things like no sugar added, like popsicles, yeah. things like that. Um, cause I'm like, we just do the most yeah. and we already yeah. have it. And I, and that does in, in relations to like our, um, birth journey stories too. is like that process of to like trusting myself. My body was designed to do this. Mm-hmm. I have all the tools that I need to get through this. It's going to be a challenging time, (laughs) but my body was
0: made to do this. So,
1: yes, everything that you need, the tea is delicious.
0: No, I think about the fact that we truly are abundant in life. We have everything we need. Mm. The creator has put everything here, designed our bodies perfectly. Mm. You know, like we have so much. We are so abundant. But we kind of decide as a society, like, we need houses, we need this, we need all these different things. And it ends up taking away from, I think, the abundant wholeness that creation itself presents and has, you know, for us. It's crazy just how we, like, bought into the matrix.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. The lie and how, like, we are unveiling that. Yes. Everything you're saying, and it creates, yes, scarcity culture, race culture, and it feeds into the healthcare Mm -hmm. industry. Um, and so, as you look at childbirth, how it's turned into this medical event, mm-hmm. and where sometimes it, it can be, yeah. you know, like God forbid. And you know, I'm grateful that we have. But hey, Africans and they learned the the C-section, the cesarean, from Africans mm. oh, when they brought us over here as slaves. Mm. We brought that from Africa, you know. So wow, um, I am, you know, grateful. Don't get me wrong, but the the fact of the matter is most people can have a healthy and safe um birth. Mm-hmm. Um especially with the the right care. Um but yeah, I, I it just I'm like wild how we bought into the lie of the Matrix and Seriously. we have it all here. Um I don't know. It's yeah. just tripping me out thinking about
0: no, it. No, <laughs> to your point about the birth, um The births, I feel like, being hospital births, it's become, like, the norm when it really should be the exception, you know? So, it's, like, when and why did that switch happen? Like, we can come back. We can come back to, like, that ancestral, like, call. Mm -hmm. You know, this, like, natural, this just, like, natural, ancestral, Mm -hmm. beautiful gift that I feel like we can utilize and be a part of.
1: And it's just beautiful, like, getting back to that, because especially black women, the, the, the like, story of the black midwife it's very deep in our culture mm-hmm. and in our lineage, mm-hmm. and it be, you know, and um, black midwives even, you know, delivered and held space for a lot of white women in this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, a black woman gonna get it done every time. <laughs> You need
0: something done. All the black woman, <laughs> right?
1: So they were birthing and nursing yes. everyone's babies, and then it was, you know, the 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 rise of Western medicine. They start to demonize the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, question the skill set, the education. Uh, look at this, you know, black woman. Do you really want her? You know, imagery of the mammy um, birthing your child. It's unsanitary. It's not clean. Um, and so we are, as we have, like, recently as it relates to our birth stories, we're not doing anything new, but we're, like, remembering again yeah. and waking up, and it, it, and it also leads into that rebirth on a deep spiritual level also. hmm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, uh, it was really put out there that birthing at home or not in a hospital was almost, like, savage. Mm-hmm you know, um, and I feel like that part of you, like when you really allow yourself to naturally have a baby, it's instinctual what can come up. Some of the sounds that you make um, can be primal. Mm -hmm. I remember making such a low, deep noise when I was laboring with Onyx. And I wasn't even conscious of it. I wasn't thinking of it. It wasn't until Howard, who is my husband, he said, yes, do you remember the noises you were making? And I was like, yes. Like, I didn't think about it, but yes, I remember it was so low. It was so primal. It was so... Free, this, this is, is your so second free. with onyx this is my second okay. the, this is my home birth cool. with Onyx, and I'm sorry, I, like don't right write in because I was just thinking no. about um just some of the movements, some of the sounds that I was making, and I just felt like totally free and mm. how I was able to bring my baby down mm-hmm. down the canal like bring bring him on down um that's what I was thinking and. Or that's not even what I was thinking in my mind. That's physically just what my body was doing, um, to bring this baby down. So
1: Yeah, that, that primal experience you talk about, it's so powerful, it's so necessary. Um, when birthing that was another thing, um, in twenty twenty when I had my first. Then during the pandemic I had a home birth, but they were putting a lot of restrictions mm-hmm. um on um um, folks when they're when they're giving birth like wearing the mask which is your breath is going to be your most powerful I mean it already is no matter what we really don't utilize the breath as much as we should in terms of you know our self-care our healing or calming right but during mm-hmm. childbirth that breath being able to control that and really tap into that is so important yes. so I was like I cannot wear a mask mm-hmm. and give birth
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Not deep. laughs> and being the energy of that, like, so I was really grateful because I knew my breath was going to be, you know, instrumental mm-hmm. in getting my baby out safely. Mm. So being able to rock with that and it is such a vulnerable place to be in, you know, and so whoever you have in that space, is just, it's so sacred, you know? Yes. I don't know if you've heard of, well, it's like, you know, it, it leaves like a spiritual, like, um... You know, how they say like sex is powerful and how like mm-hmm. you exchange that energy like soul ties. Soul tie, right? Mm-hmm. I would say even the same with like who is a part of your birth Ooh. journey. Ooh. Like, whoever's Ooh. there, that's a soul tie. Yes. Cuz it is such a vulnerable. Yes. You know, tender, primal like you say. Yes. Experience.
0: It really really is. That is a that is a soul tie. That is a mm-hmm. form of a soul tie. 1,000%. I mean, when you're bringing life into the world, it is it is so many things mm-hmm. and only one thing at once.
1: So I knew when I, you know, just start thinking of like what led into my journey of, of how I chose to birth with Zen was um, years back. Maybe eight plus years ago, right i was I was reading this book called Chakra Therapy, and this is when I really started around the time I was twenty six um, really going into my journey of spirituality mm. um, uh, from going you know to a vegetarian diet, I really got deep into the yoga journey and practice. Um, I started reading a lot of books on you know indigenous uh, medicine, spirituality um, African spirituality. I had always grown up with a relationship with God and I was, you know, raised Christian and would go to church and things like that. And, um, you know, felt and seen seen the power in that as well, but I had disconnected and that really wasn't really speaking to me. I was more so like a nominal Christian, just kind of going with the motions of doing the thing. Um, but I, yeah, was reading this book, Chakra Therapy, and it, was talking about like when you receive the the medicine from the epidural um... which kind of puts you in a and I've never had it so I don't want to speak you know too confidently but from what I hear is that it can put you like it make you like high like it's it's a strong you know drug and it numbs you so you don't have to feel the contractions which is hey I'm all about choice if that's what someone wants I love that Um, You have access to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But this book was saying how uh, it's called Chakra Therapy. Um, I wrote it down. Um, How your baby and you are working together. Like, it's really important that you you actually feel that and they feel you. And the epidural kind of, it numbs that. And so it can kind of hinder progress a little bit more. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I still was like, I don't know about that. I'm afraid of childbirth. Like, I want that epidural. <laughs> it challenged me, though. I was uncomfortable reading that. Like, yeah. yo, I hear all child, uh, painful childbirth Yeah. Is.
0: Yeah. Until initially I
1: rejected that.
0: So you hear, like, mostly negative birth stories, mm-hmm. right? From the beginning of time. Like, everyone's like, I labored for... 50,000 hours and I pushed for, you know, and it's like always these intense stories where there's like a complete disconnect from mind, body, spirit, you know, because when you are connected in that way, childbirth is just this like sacred, beautiful thing, Mm -hmm. you know, but when there's a disconnect, it's like always, I feel like the struggle, but basically, I just feel like not everyone was willing to share, or I didn't hear a lot of her positive birth stories. And it wasn't until I read this book um, by Ina Mae Gaskin. Mm-hmm. Do you know the mm-hmm. one? Um, I can't remember the title of the book, but we'll link it in the notes. Okay, that um, sounds good. So, um, I read a book by her, and it was about midwifery, and she had this. Um, midwifery and the farm and it just helped in like tools the first half is just positive birth stories yeah. so that was so beautiful to me like story after story of women who who did it and when they talked about some of the long uh, more like laborious um, stories it was still told with this tenderness mm-hmm. this connection this love like it's just so beautiful and deep, like depending on your mind, body, spirit connection, that's really, I feel like going to give you a better idea of how your birth may be.
1: Yeah, the, the Ina Mae Gaskin book, that was a big part of, so fast forward a few years later after reading Chakra Therapy, mm-hmm. as I'm getting in the mind space and preparing to give birth to Zen and had, you know, we done a consultation with our midwife. We were like, we're doing this. And I got a little scared, scared, fearful. I was yeah. like, okay, but this is what you're all about. You know, I'm a doula. I had, you know, a friend had told me, you know, in the past, hey, you should be a midwife. I had wow. been douling before I knew what doula was. Um, wow. I had friends who had, you know, children. And when I was a teenager, I had attended births all in hospitals. Mm. Um, but I got freaked out. And I read that book. Like, Ina Mae Gaskin, I want to acknowledge, like, she can be controversial. But that book, you know, in the same tone, I will say it was huge for me. um, And just feeling like, hey, I got this, I can do this. Just focusing more on that because, like you said, even when I was talking to a lot of my friends, negative birth stories. Yeah. But where are these happening? In the hospitals. Yeah. (laughs) So that's also something, but hey, y'all, don't be processed with don't process with <laughs> pregnant mamas <laughs> like cuz that's the thing too like people were telling me their negative birth stories <laughs> while I was pregnant um but um yeah shifting going so even being a doula even though I had believed in this even though my husband was on board with this like I still freaked out and I so it was really the mental yeah. as you say mind body soul um so reading positive birth stories, I started looking uh, listening to a lot of birth stories uh through podcasts mm-hmm. so shout out to birth stories in color I, I and I apologize if I got it incorrectly, but they would they highlight a lot of um women of colors birth stories
0: that's beautiful
1: um that's when I really was like okay this is this is the piece in terms of the the mental piece yeah and working through the fear of that and trusting myself and getting into alignment this is who god designed me to be physically Mm -hmm. my body is made to do this so once i was in it i was in it in the in the care and support felt more personable because i'm inviting you on this spiritual path with me um and so spending you know like an hour up to an hour with my midwife versus like i would i went to get um The ultrasounds, right? And it's really quick, it's really impersonal, impersonable. You don't really know these people, but like spending time with my midwife on my journey as well. Like, okay, this is an experience that we're all journeying into together. Mm -hmm. And this is sacred, and I honor you and you honor me. So, um, wow, what a powerful, like, rebirth of just like
0: trusting
1: yourself.
0: I completely agree Um, one I had no idea all about Ina Mae Gaskin and the controversy that um, has been around her so that was my first time actually ever hearing it and I thank you for sharing that Um, in relation to the book I felt like I was able to gain that same type of confidence Mm -hmm. in the fact that the creator made my body to do this I can do this. You know, I felt confident in my body that the different chemicals that are released naturally in the body and not synthetically that are, you know, put in you from the hospital, like my body naturally produces this, like this oxytocin, like um, the feel good, which is interesting because you never really hear that or think that when it comes to labor, but... You know there are different chemicals that are being released to help to help to support you know so that our bodies can do what they what they did
1: and when you talk about the the release of those those happy hormones i was like i like smile to myself because my midwife with uh zen when i was laboring she told she told gabe she's like rub her nipples massage her nipples yes <laughs> yes Yes. And it was just like, wait, what? Alright, we're getting all the way into this okay. My mom was there. (laughs) The big wife. Me gave these server pineapples. It's just like a pleasure zone. Like,
0: right, 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 right. In real time. So exactly. it's just like, we're going all the <laughs> way there. Okay. That's so funny because it's mentioned in the book, too. Okay. Okay. The stimulation uh, yeah, of nipples, yeah. like that's mentioned. And I remember thinking like, okay, if that's what we have to do, that's what we have yeah. to do. But it's so, yeah. uh, it's so interesting hearing your personal experience with like your mom being yeah. in the room because you start piecing like those parts yeah. of it. But it's like the body is doing what it does and that's something yeah. that can really help and stimulate everything to kind of get moving and
1: the beautiful part of the journey is that your family they can have a role and they're included in the, the birthing experience and so they'll tell you you know if if again you are, like are fortunate enough to have like a partner who's in it with you right because yeah. they also play they can play a huge role into how the energy goes while you're giving birth, right? Everyone invited. yeah. In addition to your partner, right? But like they'll say, like dance with them and sweat your hips and, you know, listen to good music. Um, Anything that kind of is a stimuli uh, to boost, you know, like serotonin um, is going to be key to that process, which I think can even tie you right. Like I could go all the way down the the, the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. but it can help with you and the partners, you know, love story and relationship too. Like <laughs> this is that lover booing me. <laughs> this is oh, you're getting me. But my it helps feelings. with the progress of the labor too. So it you does. have to have discernment around who you want in your birth space. And I was really blessed. Um I had my mother. I had my husband. My two midwives and my doula for the first one and the second one was the same I had a different um birth team but still the midwife doula and then plus then um which was you know my two-year-old now was at my second one um and that was interesting you know uh it's funny because in my head I have one way of what I wanted it to be her rubbing my back by the waterfall and (laughs) truly tapped into the experience (laughs) but when she's older you know like Uh, My daughter and I, we meditate together now. We do yoga together now very often. And so I'm, you know, bringing, I'm I'm bringing those tools to her of healing early in her life. Like this will just be, always has been her life. Um, And then whatever, however, her reverse look and everything will, you know, that will be different. But like giving her these tools now, but it was not that Zen had to be, someone had to hold space for Zen as well, which is my mother. Which is, again, that's how we do it. That's how you would do it in the village. You so know what I'm saying? The
0: first time I ever saw birth and experienced birth was one of my friends in L.A. Shout out to my girl. Um, she was having her second in a birth center. And she asked me if I can watch their oldest. And I was like, yes, like of course. Because I totally understand you wanting to focus. But also wanting... Your oldest to be able to experience a little piece of that magic, like to be a part of that, Mm. you know, and then there's something to be said when you hear, oh, my mom had a home birth. Like, I'm interested to see when, you know, my kids marry and they're talking about birth, what comes up because they'll have experienced something and they'll know these stories and it's normalizing it yes exactly. like everyone
1: is a part of this process and it's like the folks that you choose to have, to hold space for you and your family during that time um is beautiful as well but this is a journey that we're all going in to together and we are normalizing this and exactly um i think especially for you like having a, a son I, it can make him, you know, have a little bit more appreciation mm-hmm. and respect. And it will be interesting to see how that carries on to their own dynamics. Exactly. If they, you know, choose to, and decide to have families. But I, um, yeah, it's... It really was, yeah, two very different experiences. But um, this, I like to... I like to do hard things. I would say that about myself, yeah. even though at times I'm like trying to avoid them. But when I say like things that help me grow, and so one of those things before I was pregnant was I did a 200-hour yoga teacher training, mm. and I remember the first day in that I was like, "Ooh, what did I just sign up for?" Because it was so physically enduring and hard, but I did it. You know, I did it. it was like four weeks or six weeks. It was every day wow. from like eight to five, eight wow. to six and a lot on the physical body and I was doing head head headstands and all this other type of crazy stuff but it was like hey you hate this but it's it's good for you like just push on through in terms of physical because I had always just done you know gone to my little yoga class for an hour and kept but I'm oh I want to do a yoga teacher training and this was this preparing for this home birth um and you know and Prior to that, my husband and I lived abroad in a, in a totally different culture, um, totally different language, and that was mm. challenging at times. And now parenting is challenging. So I'm like, okay, you like this. <laughs> <laughs> but it does build, you know, you know, character and grit and strength, and you tap into your power, and you're mm. like, I'm a, bo- a powerful goddess yes. as being. You know, <laughs> like, this is truly my power. And so... Um, I, you know, went into this journey and um, I'm excited to talk a little bit more about it <laughs> today because I don't know if I, I, don't think I've truly, I've like wrote it down about it. I've shared glimpses of my birth story, but like this is really fun because I haven't really like just laid it all out there and fully processed it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is exciting. It's fun to get these two different women's perspective, you know, um Day has had two home births. She has two kids. I have one hospital birth and one home birth. So there's like even some, you know, just different perspectives and and everything on what our stories are. I'm really excited to share this story I think it's important because you you birthed in the two
1: different settings
0: as Mm -hmm. well
1: especially for our listeners um because we have a lot of people who may be currently in their second pregnancy or third right and considering it wanting something different um and so I think that is important as well for our listeners who may be in the same situation also Mm -hmm yeah in terms of empowerment especially you know yeah um so i love the different experiences and even still even though i had two home births they were still
0: both very different also right Right. um yeah every birth is so different yeah which is wild every kid is so different it's like yes it's amazing